What's up, everybody? It's Paul here from RTB, and I'm here with my buddy Clinton Courtney from Pack Go. Man, it's um, good to see you. <laughs> Clinton, tell us more about you and, and your business and, uh, and how, it, how it works. Where do I start, Paulie? Um, Pack Physical Therapy was where we started, and uh, we're moving to Pack Go. It's, a, it's an on demand platform to allow therapists um, you know, to choose their, their time and hours and when they work and how they work and, and how they operate their system, their business. And we're kind of you know, changing the system. and you know, shaking up the shaking up the industry. It's going to be fun, exciting, and um, yeah, we're ready to launch that product very shortly. So basically, you're creating a new marketplace for physical therapists to create their own business on their at will or when they want a gig economy, basically for physical therapists. Yeah, basically, basically that. You know, changing everything that exists right now and, and changing that whole system around, really giving that power back to the therapist and, and taking that away from their clinics. Um, you know, power and stronghold of what they've had. So. Giving options is really what we're doing and changing pay scales is, is first and foremost the, the, yeah. the major difference, yeah. So it's actually a huge paradigm shift because I've been working with rehab clinics for a while and uh, for the last couple of years and I, I see there's uh, an opportunity there to help streamline it in many ways and obviously this is one um, where you're taking out the variable costs that are affecting their pay out of their pocket basically or out of their... Uh, you know, the ability for them to make more money. So now it's really as much as they want to work. I'm sure there's a percentage that's taken out, but at the end of the day, they have the opportunity to make more money if they want. Absolutely. And, and much more, you know, looking at national average of wages at $41, um, 41.80, I think it was. And, um, you know, the highest pay scale at $122,000. I mean, they can meet that with seeing five people a day. So mm -hmm. um, do that math and no overheads and doing what they do with our technology um, with everything on there from, you know, the, the billing to submissions of notes to, um, you know, to, to scheduling to everything, everything is done on the app and that's all they need to, to kind of progress forward and, and start their own business and move out of that clinic. You know, it's, it's a, uh, it's one thing that they, you know, they come out of school and um, you know, these massive debts and trying to get ahead, especially in New York city is a tough thing. And um, you know, the, the chance isn't there for everyone. And some people are stuck in clinics and they were stuck or they move away. And, and when they move away, they, they go to different areas of the industry. Um, they may love treating and this kind of lets them do that and, and lets them build on a practice that basically is theirs mm -hmm. um, you know, on the back of us, on the back right. of these hospitals and these doctors who are working with us. Right. Yeah. So let's just dig into it, right? And the business of PACGO and, and how it works. And, you know, uh, obviously sales, marketing, leadership is my, my background. And, and I think there's, a lot of opportunity here for that that insight and on the people side tell me about the people of the business and, and how you manage it lead it you know etc so we've got a number of people working with us um, when we first thought uh, about this platform and, and how to do it and how to structure the the app itself um, we thought who would need involved with this and that's when I approached a, a couple of doctors who, who I knew would be interested in this and have that kind of similar mindset of, of how this would, would work. And um, by doing that and forming those relationships and getting them to kind of brand with us, um, you know, push the product that, that we're pushing now, you know, we're, we've, from, from being a small clinic to now getting that, that attention that, you know, PACGO is, is getting, um, you know, and just trying to change that, that look and feel of what physical therapy is. Um, we've put a good team around us, um, you know, some people with real backgrounds and some people with real experience and, 
you know, it's going to be fun getting into it. Um, I, I think this, this, you know, with a team that can push a national and, and, and push the way it should be pushed is, is what we put together. And uh, without naming names, you know, we've got a good crew. Got a great crew. Yeah. So who are the people that you're targeting this app? So there's two sides, I'm assuming. There's a, the practitioner side and the patient side, correct? Correct. Yeah, there's a sign in for that. So there's a login for the therapist. Um, and inside the, the login for the therapist, they, they can do their notes, their documentation. Um, they see their schedule, they approve appointments. Um, basically, they, everything is done from there. Seeing their schedule, um, seeing their patient notes, being up to date with patient notes, searching patient portals, um, just using it the way, way a clinic would run, but all on the app and, and all really easy to follow, clean and, and formatted really right. Um, you know, everything from the note, once it's done with checkbox system and, and note taking can form into a PDF. And, you know, that goes onto, onto profiles and, you know, patient gets access. We get access. We can see, you know, treatment notes from years ago if the patient allows that and be up to date with what goes on. Um, so that's the therapist side. Um, and they really have a choice too. You know, they can dictate where they kind of, you know, work their system, um, you know, who they see, who they don't see and, and try and build their practice. And it's not just building a practice. Um, on the road, so to speak, like most places do with, you know, travel care. This is, this is, allows them to build their practice inside of this practice. Mm -hmm. It is their, their hub and their, this is where they will treat out of and, and also treat on the road throughout the city. What kind of equipment do they need, I guess, for the treatment? Like just, you know, obviously that's a very manual uh, job being a physical therapist. Um, so tell me what kind of stuff they would need with them to, to be able to do their job right. So everything we have in the, in the facility, we, we want them to use and we, and we provide. So there's really, again, like all the facility that we have here and, and everything about it, they can use and use on the road too. But, you know, we do provide certain things, but again, like it's, it's their business. Um, and first and foremost, they, they run it like it's theirs too. So any equipment they may need, they may use, they think is, is going to better the patient and better their overall outcome, you know, we, we, we support and, 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 you know, if it's not too heavy and it's not too bulky and you can get it around, you know, yeah, throw it in a backpack and go, whatever makes that patient come back and, and, and get results. Nice. So on the patient side, is there a certain uh, persona that you're looking to target and to focus on for the it's patient? Like, you know, specifically, obviously when you're branding something and moving something, you need a target audience and, and, you know, it's not for everyone. Um, and some people don't have $149 to pay out of pocket. Uh, we do do the reimbursements for them. Uh, we send it in and the submissions do come back to them. If they're met, they're out of uh, their deductibles and, um, and everything's going to plan, then they will get reimbursed. Um, again, so we will submit that. Uh, it's not for everyone. It's 149 People may not afford that. So you're probably looking at your PPO plans, out of network plans. Um, and, you know, in, in, a, in an area like New York, I think it breaks down to, for about 20% of the, uh, the insurance carriers do have those PBO plans. So you've got to you know, narrow that down again and get percentages of who, who our target audience is. And from that, we can kind of, you know, if we're, if we're getting, you know, even 2% of that field, then it's a, it's a, it's a huge mark. It's a nice chunk. You know, yeah. 30 million visits here in New York last year, 30 million physical therapy visits. So you do 20% of that, then you break it down again and, and the market's there the market's there and, and I, I believe the demand would be there. People want to get behind people. People want to get behind their business and that's what it is. So obviously there's a process behind this and helping build that business. How, how is, uh, how are the therapists be able to scale it is on their own dime? How do they, how do they do it? Yeah. 
It's on their own dime. So when they log in, they, they can adjust their, so they control all their content. Everything on their content is all controlled by them. We don't oh, control on, they have a profile on the app. Yeah, and their okay. profile. So instead of, going, instead of going to five different clinics, you're going to five different profiles and you're seeing how they would structure their business. You're seeing how they want to be seen. Um, and, and that matters in, the, in this day and age. You know, people are doing that in every other industry and, and this one shouldn't be the same. It should be the same, sorry. Um, they shouldn't be held back and that's why they can dictate their hours, dictate their schedule, open up their, their schedule when they can be booked um, and they can do it on the road too. You know, if they're going to be in a different city and they're going to be there in a month's time, they can open up that to, to that city and when you click on cities, you click on therapists available, they'll show. So it's as simple as that. Um, you know, it's a, it just allows them to move uh, within the industry wherever they want on their own dime and dictate their schedule like, like a normal business is. Mm-hmm. You know, and this even gives more freedom than a normal business. So the truth, but, um, you know, I just think when you, when you look at the package and look what we're doing and how it's, how it's kind of coming together. And, um, when you, when you, when you give something to people that, that will better their life, that that's, you know, it's convenient for the consumer first and foremost. Um, you know, I can't see why this isn't going to be a, a huge hit in the therapy field. I agree. Med- so yeah, I mean, it gives you ability for them, like I said before, to start their own business and really scale it or make it a side gig and say, well, I only see pack patients on the side on the weekends or when I'm not working, I'm only working four days a week at this clinic then I can work three days doing it on the side on my own. Exactly. Weekend work, you know, if there's, if there's sporting teams that need a therapist on the weekends, you know, yep. they can put in 10 bucks and get a, get a, get a therapist for there or multiple games too. You know, it opens opportunity up and um, it allows that convenience. You know, you can see who's on the map and who's in the area and you can, you can book them just like you would a, a cab. Yeah. Like I need a physio for this, this match this weekend and we can't find one or whatever, but yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's convenience and that's really the key to it. And it's opening up opportunity for therapists to, to be with that convenience and, and offer that, you know, and, and from anything, any kind of injuries uh, and, and do- doctor referrals too, you know, with with so you come and see me paulie uh and or, or a therapist i should say and they suspect you've done your acl we we guarantee you'll be seen and treated by one of the surgeons or dr kinanaka up at hss uh within 48 to 72 hours direct access so we're cutting that time down we're giving direct access to, to medical professionals and we're also giving that direct access back and, and on a time when you choose with the therapist um you know, with the clinic involved and, and everything else that's going on with it, I think it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big change, a big change coming. Yeah. So on the process side of your business, tell me about how you built it out and, you know, and how you, how you developed the process for the whole thing. Uh, with PAC Physical Therapy or PAC Go? Well, let's go through both. I mean, obviously, I think PAC Go is really where you're evolving to and, I think that's where the business is going to move in the future. So let's just talk about that. So so you want me to break it all down? Sure. Um, We've got a billing side, the, the, obviously the hospital side and the therapist side. So the, those three sides kind of in the clinic would be the fourth to make it up. Mm -hmm. So everything is involved in there with office managers and you know, the therapists we had, we had 72 applications for, for the job, 72. Um, and I think some come through last night. So in saying that, um, we're taking 10 to start with and it's not for everyone. Um, so really trying to get the process of finding the best therapist to be a part of this, this, uh, 
this company was was kind of a big process for us and interviews after interviews after interviews and and just trying to weed out the ones that we um we didn't think were suitable or not ready for it and not so much weed out i shouldn't say that's bad negative but just to try to cut down and, and try and find who we're going to launch with was kind of you know a, a process in itself um so that um you know my i think trying to trying to get people to sign up to something that doesn't exist was hard um and, it's still and, a concept yeah i mean they're, they're given their you know their their joining sign doesn't exist and hasn't treated yet so to do that we have to deal with you know some smart marketing and branding and and try to try to capture an audience in a different way, try to make it look uh, in a different light. And I think that was a, that was a tough task tool trying to put all that together and, uh, and, and give a product that's new and, and people can trust and people, you know, it's catchy really. Um, so, and we've done that with some, uh, with some help from, from Emma Selekens, who's got a big background in, um, in, in journalism and, and, and TV and that industry too, and, and kind of understands it. So, so what's, what's the, I guess the, what the marketing plan for this then is, is what? Yeah. Uh, first, firstly, we've got to get all the, all the promotional stuff together. Uh, marketing plan is to capture the audience and, and, and let them know the products out there really. Um, and to do that first, we're going to do it in New York. Uh, we're going to capture the, the New York attention and direct the marketing towards that, um, towards the younger generation and who, who will be willing to download the app and, and use the app in that system. Um, you know, I think there's a, there's a huge audience out there for, you know, anywhere from, from your know, 16 to, to 18 year olds, right up to your 45s, 50s. Um, I think that's going to be the big market of people going to be targeting and, um, in the school systems, um, you know, the arts scene, um, in the sporting scene too, everything really, everything sports and orthopedic is our, is our target for our marketing. Um, and again, it comes back to PPO plans and people don't afford that. I think neuro would be difficult to treat with this. It would probably be more ortho, sports medicine, more than anything else, right? Right. Yeah. Because neuro, you need more than, usually more than one therapist to help with like post-stroke, things like that. Yeah. I mean, we're launching with a sports orthopedic setting. So that's, that's our target. Um, and, and those injuries are what we're going to treat to start with. And then, you know, we'll look at other areas of physical therapy and see uh, see what there's a need for and see how we can kind of push that product that way. And, but, you know, being, being good at one thing, I think first and foremost, and, uh, and building off that, you know, perfecting the product. Yeah. Get that minimal viable product that you can get out to the, to the market right away. And then just think about the, the, the different avenues can go after that. Right. And then, uh, and try to scale from there. So I think for you, it'd be, if you can master the orthopedic space in the greater New York city area, you can take it to other parts, other metropolitan areas, you know, and that would be the next step for you. Yeah, easily. Yeah. I think it's um, definitely what's, what's going to happen. You know, we'll, we'll test the market here. We'll perfect the product. And once we're, we're comfortable with it, um, we're working with a, with the executive search and they're going to be, um, you know, going through and they've got hubs all over their national. Um, they're going to be interviewing and, and taking it from there from different cities. So um, we can expand, you know, when needed and, you know, with quality people behind us. Yeah. So I think the selling the, uh, the actual, not the technology is not difficult. I think it's more of the service itself you have to sell. Right. Yeah. 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 You can't, well, the, you know what, in saying that the technology is hard to put together. Um, I didn't think it was, I think it was easy. I think it would be easier to sell like, Hey, this is, you have your, all your EMR, all yeah. your data entry. Oh, yeah. 
all the yeah, patient yeah. records. It's right here. It's easy for me yeah. to do. It's yeah. just, do you think the service is viable for you as a patient and, you know, as a whole? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think so. And, you know, it's bringing it to the, to the palm of your hand, you know, and, and bringing, you know, physical therapy to the palm of your hand, just like anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where we're going these days. And the fact that it hasn't gone there, I think people have tried to, you know, I, I've seen a couple of different approaches and, and no one's really, everyone's always put themselves first. And that, that I think is the big changer in, in PACA where it puts therapists first in every way, you know, every light, um, they move forward as they want to move forward. And, and that's the difference. That's the difference. Um, once you once you see the app and download the app, you'll understand exactly how convenient it is and how easy to navigate it is, and and that matters, and it really does. Like people people download an app, and because it's a little confusing, they'll get rid of that app and they'll never download it again. Um, to structure it perfectly and to have it so easily kind of formatted and uh, and not confusing was was hard. It was hard to kind of keep going back and changing that and coding that and and getting the right um, you know the sequence in order and and having it. You know, the the thing with the app was I, I wonder like there was four different places we went to um, to try to get this app done. Um, it, people say they could do it, then they couldn't do it, and pieces they can and can't, and it's always a you know a struggle to piece that whole thing together. Um, and we finally found the right guys, and now they can, and everything's kind of working the way we want it to work, and you know linking and syncing and and you know notifying the way we. Did and writing all those APIs to link the website with it, with everything that goes on the app, and it wasn't an easy task, and there was a lot to link. It wasn't like you're doing a Tinder app. Yeah. You're linking your real deal things, and yeah. uh, you're staying within the guidelines of what Hipper, um, Hipper wants to. It, it's yeah. funny because we did this uh, in B school, like creating like um, on the app, like the basically the operation side of, of how this works, and back office, and how many different yeah. uh, channels you need, and and. Yeah. Uh, you know, being in technical sales for as long as I have with, with orthopedics and, um, and robotics, if the user experience or user interface is not easy for the user, mm-hmm. it will not be adopted. It just won't be. I mean, like, you know, our phones, you don't get an instruction manual with these phones. They just say, open them up and start playing with it. And that, cause it's a u- easy user interface and they have some guides and some videos on there that, that can help you. But at the end of the day, your job is to play with it. And that's it. So, um, so you know, and I, that's what this does. And that's what, exactly what you're saying. There was a hard, it was the hardest thing. And, you know, putting together a team was very difficult too. You know, getting people who are fully committed to what we're doing and getting that back end and the front end all working together, the designer, the coding, the, the app, the web, um, and, and linking them also and creating a team wasn't easy, but like the, I, to, honestly, when you, when you see the, what, what I'm talking about with the way it operates and how it looks and everything else, you'll, you'll kind of see how much time and effort's going into it. But um, it, it really matters. It really, really does. Because people will just neglect it right away and not use it and just think nothing of it. And you, you can't have that. If you're going to succeed, it's got to be, it's got to be, you know, par and way above par. It's got to be, it's got to be perfect. And, and that's why we haven't launched yet. That's why we, we've kept it off and we've, we've done the things that we first wanted to do and we found the people who could do it. So yeah, uh, you're, you're, you're exactly right. It's, it's really important. It's super important. And I think the most important thing. So, so I think the process side for you was creating an, a user interface that it's very easy for your, your end users to use as well as to the patients and the clinicians and, and having it be streamlined. Right. And that's really the process side of that. Right. It was building it. Here's my idea. How do I get it from point A to point Z and in between 
can I think of any pitfalls that I would not like as a user therapist um, to, to help facilitate the usage of this app? Like, this is clunky. Let's fix it. So you probably spent a lot of money getting them to revamp the, the user experience or the user interface over time. So many times, so many times, and I'm still doing it. I was up till two o'clock, two thirty last night, um, you know, dealing with these guys, and and they're working. They've got a whole team behind it. You know, they they they're coding this with three different people and trying to get it done because just you know, time after time, change after change. You know, it just didn't work, and we're not going to push something that's that's you know we're not happy with. So, you know, yeah, um, and just, luckily we've got a great designer who 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 understands what we're doing and really cares about what's going on here. So that helps so much. And without that, it would have been a terribly difficult time. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, four different companies and, and now we're into the fourth, which is, which is a great company to do with. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So on the, the financial or profit side, tell me about some of the challenges that you faced there along the way. And, and obviously what are the challenges going forward? Uh, it's a low risk business really doesn't have much, um, much risk to it at all. Um, you know, it's profitable with every treatment that we see. And, and because of PAC Physical Therapy, which is a, a clinic um, that, that does manage the overheads of the facility here in New York City, mm-hmm. is really minimal risk. And, and the profits are, yeah, you do the math. I mean, you have a look at it. You, you do the math on treatments um, at the low end, at the low scale, and, and you've got something that's um, going to get people's attention fast. Uh, yeah, I mean, just in one area, one industry under this system and putting people first and changing the system of the way it operates, you're going to create so much havoc in this. It's hard. Clinic, you're going to see a lot of change because they have to. And you're already seeing it now, like professional physical therapy bought out by guys, you know, straight away, uh, you know, these hedge fund dudes coming in and throwing money at it and thinking they're doing it. You know, they, they lost a lot and they, they fired a lot of their, their trainers only because they had, to, they had to somehow fix that pay scale that was going on. And, and they've gone that route of just, hey, we'll fire these guys. And we'll, by doing that, we can increase the wages here. Mm-hmm. But you're, not, you're only increasing wages. You're not changing the lives of people. You're not changing how you know, they, they can, you know, better their careers. You only just be bettering their wage. And yes, that, that matters, but I mean, it doesn't matter in the long term. and they'll find that they'll find that that's going to be the, the case. And, you know, there's some big changes coming, you know, clinics will, will be, will struggle. Why would someone want to stay in a clinic seeing 15 or 20 people a day when they can do the same scene three? Why? They, exactly. wouldn't. they wouldn't. The margins so, on clinics from my research are about 10 to 20%. So maybe net, it's about 10 to 5% if you're lucky and depending on how the clinic is run. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's why they're kind of uh, trying to figure that out, you know, and trying to figure it out without using technology. And I think that's where the downfall is. Um, the, the way, why, why it's important to have the technology is you can run a system that enables hundred dollars per treatment because of the fact that the overheads are very low and the risk is very low. Too. So, uh, obviously, there's probably some kind of, uh, I guess, vig or percentage that's taken for the the marketplace for the backside yeah. development of software. Is there a percentage for that, or what's what's the breakdown with with what we're paying therapists to us? So it's yeah. a one third. We take a third. Um, okay. It's a one, of the one forty nine. We take the forty nine. They take the the one hundred. Yeah. Um, you know, that's with the, we're going to push these guys, brand them, market them. Um, we're really going to, you know 
make them make the industry look different, catch people's attention. And we're doing that with, with um, through the arts and through um, a different approach, you know, a totally unique approach and nothing like it has, has looked like that in physical therapy before. And I think that's going to kind of show the change that we're, we're trying to produce um, the change that's coming and, and how we're going to do it is being creative. Yeah. Cause you could do targeted marketing to certain demographics, to certain people and, you know, for certain for therapists that you have in your group, in your, in your, uh, stable and, and say, Hey, we're going to, this sunk cost is, uh, the 30%, the sunk cost is there. It's for marketing and for you and backside development of, of the, the software that makes your life easier. Well, look, we, we stayed away from, and we had people try to, uh, well, I did anyway, tried to, uh, they offered to, to invest early and I, I just knew it would slow things down. I didn't want to be, uh, I wanted the vision of what I wanted to be to stay the same. And, and that's why we now, um, you know, didn't take any funding. We've done it all, all, all on our own. And, you know, yes, it was expensive. Yes, to do it was, was uh, you know, backbreaking and, you know, took a lot of our, our funds to do it. But in the end, it's going to be rewarding. And, and now we've got a system and, and something in place that we can really kind of you know, shake up the system, change healthcare, change healthcare in a way that, you know, create an opportunity. Nice. So, um, on, so RTB means to ring the bell, right? And, uh, you know, I always ask everybody the same question, like what makes, keeps you motivated? You and I are both rugby players and I wasn't yeah. born with this ugly face. I boxed for a long time. Tell me what yeah. motivates you and keeps you going. Uh, <laughs> it's tough. Uh, what keeps me going? Um, the, what, motiv- what motivates me is, is seeing, you know, the rewarding thing for me is to see the change that's going to happen in, in people's lives and, and, and change that should have been here a long time ago, really. Like, there's, there's been a long time clinics have been running this system for too long. And I think the change is what motivates me the most. And to see people's lives change at that um, in so many ways is kind of like the driving factor right now. And, um, you know, this, this, will, this, this kind of system will be around for a long time. Uh, this system will be in place for for next 30 years or whatever it is. But it's going to change and, and how it moves and how it operates later on with our vision is, is kind of um, something that motivates me to kind of really have an impact on this industry forever. Nice. So if you go back and change anything in your process of doing this, you know, what would you do differently or what would, what kind of advice would you give people doing who, are, who would possibly look to do a, uh, a marketplace like you developed um, type of. Yeah. I mean, look, a lot of people have ideas, right? how many people act on those ideas so you know backing yourself 100 percent, understanding you know your market and understanding who um who would benefit and would the product work and if you if you have something that you really truly believe in you know go for it and something that i did was was kind of stand off with this approach for a while and, and that's something that i regret a little bit too um so so yeah like believe in yourself believing in the product that you have if it's a, if it's a good one go for it and, and back yourself 100 percent. um don't wait on it nice Awesome. Quartz, thanks a lot for your time, mate. Uh, I appreciate it. And uh, I can't wait to see the launch. When's the, the launch date? So uh, I think we're going to rounding things up Friday. Um, I was up late last night. I'll be same again tonight. So hopefully we'll submit it Friday. It'll be, be um, hopefully downloadable by next week. Awesome. Awesome. All right, brother. Thank you. Good to see you. Um, yeah. yeah. All I right. know you're around. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Cheers.